You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A-C-L. And with that, welcome in everybody, the Super Pod, the Super Bowl, personally my favorite podcast of the year. Super Bowl 56 is here. Welcome in everybody. I'm ACL. He is Wags, the ACL Pod featuring the one and only Mr. Captain Wags. Super Bowl 56, guys. We are here, as I mentioned, we're going to bring in Dave Mason from Bet Online a little bit later in the show. We're going to be talking the game. We're going to be talking props. We're going to be hitting the game every which way. We have free plays at the end of the podcast. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Real Mr. ACL at Captain Wags. The website, therealmrACL.com. Super Bowl package is up. It'll be out later this week. You get every single play and prop that Wags and I both make. Wags, Super Pod, you ready, brother? This is it. This is the uh, the whole shebang here. This is uh, it. R- Rams and Bengals, just and like everyone predicted. Incredible matchup on paper. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you go down their stats. Um, <laughs> Especially on pretty, offensive points scored. <laughs> pre- pre- pretty even. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really amazing. Um, yeah, like you said, points scored. They both have scored twenty-seven point one points per game, tied at seventh. Mm-hmm. Total yards, we're we're talking about one point six yards per game difference. They're ninth and tenth respectively between the Rams and the Bengals. Uh, passing yards, fifth and seventh overall. Rushing, twenty-fifth and twenty-third overall. Um, you know, points allowed per game, fifteenth and seventeenth overall. So. Um, and, and what that difference is, is 0.2, right? So it's, you know, Rams give up 21.9 per game, Cincinnati 22.1. It's really amazing when you when you take a look at how close these teams are when it comes to all these statistical categories. It really is. Um, yeah, I mean, especially on offense, you mentioned 27.1 tied for seventh. In terms of scoring, before we jump all under that, just to sort of reset, guys. Obviously, everyone knows by now where we're at, right? So the number Rams minus four for the most part. I have seen some four and a halfs out there, but the prevailing number, I think, Wags, you would agree, Rams minus four, total forty-eight and a half, pretty much across the board. What happened here? This number opened mostly Rams minus three and a half. Got bet up to as high pretty as much four and immediately. And a half. Yeah, yeah, pretty much pretty immediate much to four, and then it was sitting at four for a little bit, mm-hmm. popped to four and a half, and now I think we've kind of seen it come down in some shops and or sit at four and a half. And that, everyone, is based on the volume of bets that come in, um, what percentage some of these, you know, casinos or, you know, I guess sports books overall, whether online or in Vegas, um, what kind of bets they took on preseason what kind of liability they have do they have a ton of tickets on rams to win it all we probably do see a lot of that um so they're trying to entice you to take a little bit more cincinnati which is why maybe those numbers have run up a little bit just some numbers here so this is super bowl 56 and the previous 55 super bowls the straight up winner just whoever wins the game is also 47 
and six, 47, six and two ATS. So in other words, you pick the winner, you're probably going to pick the winner on the spread. The straight up winner of the game is 47, six and two ATS. Super Bowl favorites in the last 55 Super Bowls. Super Bowl favorites, 35 and 20 straight up. Okay, so the favorite has won the game 35 of the 55 times. However, since 2002, so the last 19 games, the underdog is 12 and seven ATS. So we are in a little bit of an underdog run here, ATS. Um, one thing I, I will say as far as we see this every single year, I talk about this every single year, the Super Bowl betting, the way that the public tends to bet. If you're on the Bengals, meaning, I'll, we'll, we'll say Joe Public, if they're going to bet the Bengals, instead of taking the four, the four and a half, they're usually going to take the money line, right? They're going to say, you know, I want to bet 100 to win 170 on the Bengals instead of the, the four and a half, right? So what that does is it creates usually value on the on the money line for the favorite. Because it's it's a it's a depressed number, whereas you get all this excess Bengals underdog money line action coming in. They have to obviously lower the uh, the money line on the favorite. So instead of taking the Rams minus three and a half, minus four, minus four and a half, a lot of times you'll see pro betters jump on that money line on the favorite, even if they don't like it, just because it's a, it it's truly a value bet based on where the spread is. Yes, absolutely. Um, a lot of times you'll see at minus four and a half, maybe a minus 220 or so. Exactly. And now we're down at about minus 200. Um, I think there's probably some value if it drops under 200. If you can get 195, 190, um, you know, I, I will probably, probably hop on that. I mean, I'm, I'm doing some obviously analysis this week, wanted to monitor um, injuries and things like that. But yeah, no, there, there's just from a value play, right? Just like you said. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw it as low as in the minus 180s at some point. Um, obviously, when it opened, it you know was around there, but it was only three and a half for a matter of minutes before it got back back up to four. So, uh, I do think we'll probably see some late public dog money come in, especially on the money line. So, wouldn't shock me at all if we get down below that minus into the minus 180s on the favorite there. Just a couple of things I wanted to point out that I every year when the Super Bowl comes. I think especially public bettors have a tendency to just go crazy, right? There's side total. There's literally a thousand different options you can bet as far as the props. It gets crazier and crazier every year. My advice to people is don't bet your entire bankroll or the profit you've made for the whole season on this one game, okay? It is one game. It's a very sharp line generally on the side in total. In my opinion, I think you probably agree the, the, the way to make money in the Super Bowl is on the props, right? The, the, some of these secondary markets, et cetera. Yes. So look, if you want to have a few bucks here and there on a bunch of props, I get it. I'm just saying, don't go crazy. Don't bet your entire bankroll that you've made for the entire year, both pro and college on this last football game. There's going to be more games coming up in just in, in a few months here. That said, I generally have a ton of action going but it's diversified right it's across the prop board it's extremely diversified uh, just because i i tend to find value across the board super bowl wise on props sometimes i might not even have a bet side and or total we'll see yep. but the props is where you make your hay here man yeah no i uh, completely agree um you know to that point and to to reiterate look set aside a specific pot for your props right so you have x amount of dollars that you're going to set aside for your prop bets now whether or not you rely on ACL and my advice or and do your own research um, and or I should say, make sure you do your own research, right? There might be some props that ACL and or I and I possibly put out 
that maybe doesn't really go with your game flow, how you think things are going to play out. And that's okay. Um, you know, make sure you do your own research, rank your props, and then bet them accordingly. Um, it's okay to limit your prop action if you have, let's say, 40 props to start. You know, eliminate some of them. You know, mm -hmm. maybe you don't have a big enough pot to, you know, you know, you don't want to put $5 a bet on something. Um, you know, rank your bets, bet the ones you feel most confident in. Um, and it's okay to eliminate those, Th those ones that you may, may or may not make your list. It's okay. Um, but make sure you set aside a amount of money, rank them and, and move forward the way you feel best. Totally agree. And to that point, people often ask me, you know, how do you with, with, with thousands of options out there, how, <laughs> where, where do you start? What do you do? Here's my answer. I work backwards. The best way to create a, a profitable prop portfolio is to start off and say, what do you think the final score of the game is going to be? Who do you think is going to win? Okay, example. If you think the Rams are going to blow them out, you say the Rams are going to win 38 to 10, for example. Rams in a blowout. Well, what does that mean? Okay, that means you're betting probably overs on touchdowns for you know Rams guys. Yardage, Cooper Cup, will he score a touchdown? Almost certainly if they're scoring 38 points. Um... And then on the other side, you might want to say you're betting some overs on Joe Burrow attempts, right? If they're behind in the second half, they're pretty much going to be throwing the entire time. So work backwards. Don't just look at the thing and say, oh, you know, Odell's going to have, have, a, have a great game. Cam Maker's going to go under. Matt Stafford's going to have four touchdowns. Like, you got to have a plan, and you, 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 you want to start off by figuring out the score. Not saying you're going to be right, but if you are right, every single prop that you make should, should at fit. least be somewhat correlated with your final score there. Absolutely, especially those game props. Um, obviously, the you know there are some props out there. Hey, you want to take heads or tails? Go for it. You know, I mean, it's a <laughs> we'll be sure on you, it. We'll be on. Yeah, it. Make, make sure you get <laughs> make sure you 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 get um, you know uh, as close to minus one hundred five as you can because you know so, some casino you know some books are, are not giving those away for free, right? Um, some are some are, are using that as, as a way to to get you in and on their book, right? They might offer it even money um, for you to you know because that's a fun one to take. It's the first one, right? For the most part, <laughs> mm -hmm. unless the, uh, the commentators come on and mention Tom Brady immediately or something like yep. that. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure that the game flow, um, on your prop bets fits how you think the game flow is going to go in your head. So w well said ACL. Yeah, that's, um, you know, we, we've been profitable on the Super Bowl. I'll just say, uh, and, and, and that's a, key way to do it so work backwards is my advice go from there obviously look if you want to have some action on the coin toss we'll talk with dave about this in a little bit um, we're not going to put the coin toss on our client card some cabbers out there might we're, we're not we're not going <laughs> to we're not going to do that but look if you want to have some bucks on the coin toss do it uh my advice on the coin toss i i've been tweeting this out i saw one book minus 125 wags on the coin toss both sides no. so no, if no, you have no. a uh, yeah if you're at a super bowl party if you have a buddy Shoot him a text. Say, hey, man, you want heads or tails? You're basically getting plus 100, even action. Yeah. Venmo him after the game. Don't don't go to a book <laughs> where you have to pay minus 125 to bet heads or tails. Absolutely. And and smart books are, are saying, hey, we'll, we'll take even money on the coin toss because they're going to get you in to get you, you know, to bet other props, which yeah. is fine, right? I mean, if you want to bet the coin toss, look for a book that's as close to plus 100 which you likely won't get but maybe you'll find the minus 105 either way or bet something online like minus that. 101 yep there you go yeah there you go. Online, minus smart, 101. right 
They are smart. Um, wanted to bring this up. So a couple of bets that get a lot of action every year. One is will there be a safety? The second one is will there be overtime? Now, historically, we'll talk about the safety. Professionals would come in and absolutely pound the no on this, and they would make money every single year. And, of course, famously, we know the last, call it 10 years, between the Peyton Manning Super Bowl, where it was snapped over his head, first play of the game was the safety, books got absolutely crushed there. The Ravens Super Bowl, where he runs out of the end zone. And then the Tom Brady Super Bowl, where he got called for intentional grinding. There was a run on safeties in Super Bowls. So what that what that's done is it's basically deflated the number to where the public comes in every single year and bets the yes on this. They bet the yes on overtime, which is still a terrible bet, um, simply based on the number of games that go into overtime. But they, they look at... You know, the postseason so far this NFL year, there's been some overtime games. Every game's been close. The spread here is four. It's a fairly close number. So is there value, just from a math perspective, on no safety, no overtime? Absolutely. Am I saying, you know, that's for everybody to go bet it, minus 600, minus 800, whatever? Probably not. But I'm not necessarily advocating betting yes on that. And just from if, – if you are looking to bet yes on that, just know that the books are getting the better – of the number on you there because of all the public public action that they take on yes there. Yeah, no, well said. Um, hopefully we'll get some uh, some leaks, right? Speaking of leaks, national anthem, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk with Dave about this later. But for those that don't know, the reporter, you know, last year the Super Bowl was in Tampa, open stadium. They were, they were rehearsing on Friday afternoon. A local reporter literally stood outside the stadium with his iPhone and a stopwatch and filmed the rehearsal of the, of the anthem. It went viral. He tweeted it out. It was well over, I believe, what the posted number was. As soon as he posted it, flood of over money. So we haven't gotten it this year. We're taping this on Wednesday, and it's also indoors. So we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully we get some leaks from a security guard, someone that got paid off or whatever. But, uh, you know, I'll talk about this with Dave, but the, the it, it's the lowest posted over-under for a national anthem that I can remember at 95 seconds. And that's because there's one YouTube video of this singer out there that came in at 85 seconds, right? So that's how they come up, come up with the number, literally one YouTube video. So if there's any security guard out there, stadium Friday when they're doing rehearsals, checking your Twitter, guys, there's probably going to be a leak. Just, just my guess, just my guess. Just, uh, it'll be uh, interesting. I mean, obviously, early bird gets the worm. So hopefully, if it leaks, you hear it quickly because uh, a lot of books may end up just taking it down. Right. They wind up taking it down. That goes for the halftime show, too, right? So but you can bet, uh, you know, what will be the first song? Um, we'll talk about this with Dave. The next episode, Dr. Dre took a bunch of action over the last few days. Coincidence, maybe. Does someone know something? Maybe. But. You can bet on that, you know, what these guys are going to be wearing, Eminem's hair color, Dr. Dre's Snoop Dogg's shoe color, and a lot of times, you know. Tupac hologram? Tupac, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> not, there are worse bets out there than a Tupac hologram. Um, it just makes too much sense, right? When when California Love comes out, you got to have the Tupac gotta hologram. Have, yeah, you got to I mean, be on. there. Come on. Gotta be. So, yeah, point being, this is all information-based. If, if you – want to take a flyer and you know this song or that song or what will mary j blige be wearing go for it but um in my opinion it's much better if you can just try to beat the books to the punch once this stuff becomes public so um all right before we talk about some random props some props that we're looking at some cross-sport props just 
the history of prop betting, for those that don't know, it really started in that Super Bowl, Bears versus Patriots. It's it's hard to imagine, you know, now with what we have, Wags, thousands of props. There was no prop betting Nothing. prior to that, right? Yeah. It was side total, maybe you know, first half, whatever they would normally offer. Jimmy Vaccaro famously is sort of the originator of all this stuff. William the Refrigerator Perry for the Bears. He put up a bet. Will William the Refrigerator Perry score a touchdown in the game? He put it at 100 to 1 just to basically get some marketing, some media, right? Of course, what's going to happen? The public, everyone's going to put 5, 10, 20 bucks on this. Yes, blah, blah, blah. We all know what happened. It got bet all the way down from 100 to 1 to like 2 to 1, and he rumbles in from the half-yard line, touchdown, boom, prop betting is born. So 30, 40 years later, here we are. But that's where it really originated with the William the Refrigerator Perry bet. So Yeah, uh, a, cla- a classic, and everybody knows um, you know, that can, can visualize the fridge getting in into the end zone in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and, and sure enough, somebody, uh, many people had it at a hundred to one, um, which is pretty incredible. I was not there, of course, but I can only imagine. <laughs> I've heard that when he came into the game, the sports books, the people sitting in the sports book, because pretty much everyone had a ticket, right? To go from a hundred to one to two to one, everyone in the book had a ticket, and they were just going nuts. Obviously, you kind of knew, unless he was just in there to block, that he was going to get the ball. So. When he scored, it was one of the biggest words in the history of the book from everything I've read. So there we go. All right, man, there's some cross-sport props that I've been looking at. Some will make the card. Some are just interesting. Uh, for those who don't know, cross-sport props, they basically offer a something that's going to happen in the Super Bowl versus a bunch of other sports, right? Some NBA ones, soccer, hockey. Wags, there's a couple, and these come from William Hill Caesars, guys. Cross-sport Props. The hockey ones wags, of course, I defer to you. Best hockey capper on the planet. There's a couple that caught my eye. Wanted to run them by you. So here's one. Total sacks in the game. Minus a half. Total sacks in the game. Minus a half. Versus Alex Ovechkin shots on goal. And this is his game on Sunday versus the Senators. Talk to yeah. me about this, man. Well, it's, I mean, look, the, the, to be honest, it, it's funny. The, the odds are pretty much spot on here. Um, this total sacks for the most part are looking at five mm-hmm. to five and a half, you know, over five, maybe juiced up a little. So they're looking at five to six sacks in this game. Ovechkin total shots on goal. He's averaging about four, just under four and a half shots on goal okay. uh, per game and just over four and a half shots on goal per game at home. Um, so, Looking at this and having total sacks minus a half is really putting it at around four and a half, uh, which is why you're seeing uh, minus 110 on each side here. Um, Ottawa, you know, not necessarily um, the best uh, team. I mean, they're, they're a bottom tier team. Um, so it could go really either way. I mean, if, if I had to, I think I was on Ovechkin against Ovechkin last year and he burned me. Um, I would probably take Ovechkin shots on goal. If there are power plays, I mean, he is the guy at the point that will just unload. So, I mean, literally he can have two or three shots on a power play and that's just two minutes of the game. Um, Also will be important not to take it yet. Wait until right before the game, make sure he is healthy a hundred percent. If you do like Ovechkin and if he is not, and there is some sort of ailment, you might want to take total sacks because maybe he gets on the ice um, you know, isn't his normal self, and therefore, you might want to just 
take uh, take your chances with total sacks. Um, a lot of these are pretty interesting. Like there's a, a Sunday, there's four games, um, and it's Sunday NHL goals or plus 110 versus Odell Beckham's yards of longest reception. Right. He's um, at about – he's lined at like 23.5 for longest reception. Right. So you um, kind of start with that as the base. I, I lean on this one, and, and it's a plus 110 to the total NHL goals. Okay. Um, I see this being in like somewhere between 25 and 30 goals. Um, closer to 25, maybe let's call it – 26 27 goals maybe as low as 24 um and the reason being there are a lot of teams on sunday that are in the lower half as far as goals allowed per game montreal last new jersey devils 29th buffalo 28th dallas 20th ottawa 24th even colorado uh one of the best teams in the league because they score over four goal or about four goals a game they're 19th in goals allowed so um and when you look at the same teams as far as goals scored colorado as i mentioned first in the league pittsburgh ninth washington 11th dallas 17th and at 17th they're scoring three goals a game so that said i would lean to getting plus 110 here um, as far as the Sunday NHL goals, I do, again, want to wait until it gets a little closer, make sure we know who's starting in goal. So might be might have to take this day of, um, especially if you get a few backups in, in net on Sunday. That's going to be um, even more enticing for NHL goal scored. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So the way that I, I kind of approach these and the ones that I gravitate to are the ones where you kind of know where one of the sides is going to land. Okay. Yep. Let me give you an example. Russell Westbrook total assists versus Matthew Stafford yards on his first completion. Russell Westbrook averages seven and a half assists per game. You know, could he be on the low end and have three, four, five? Yes. Could he be in the high end? Maybe have 10, something like that. Yes. But you know, he's not going to go in there and have 20 assists, right? right. You kind of know where that number is going to land. It's going to be in that six, seven, eight range. The Matthew Stafford yards on the first completion, in my view, is where I, I would certainly lean here because the ceiling is so much higher, right? And it, it, could he throw a 20-yard pass? Absolutely. Could he throw a screen and the guy runs 10 yards? Yes, and you're probably going to win that too. Right. Uh, so the ones that I gravitate to are where one side, you kind of know where it's going to land, and the other side has a much higher ceiling. So one other example. I love the golf ones too, man. So the Waste Management <laughs> Open is this weekend, obviously. Joe Mixon rushing yards versus the Waste Management Open winner's fourth-round score. Well, if you're going to win that tournament, you're probably going to shoot in the low 60s, we'll call it, mid to low 60s in the, in the, uh, in the final round there. So, again, that number is going to be, call it 64. Uh, well, Joe Mixon's rushing yards right now are listed at, like, 62. So if you want to, you know, not just play the, the Joe Mixon prop, you could play this prop instead, knowing where the other side of it's going to land. Call it 64, 65, almost certainly. You know, the winner's not going to shoot a 70-something. He's also not going to shoot in the 50s. So if you know that, and the Joe Mixon number maybe is out of whack, or you missed it, or it's too juiced up, play this at minus 110. Okay, so there's a lot of secondary ways to play player props with these cross-board props, and certainly some will, will be on our card. Uh, again, these come from uh, William Hill Caesars. DraftKings has some as well, FanDuel as well. They're all, they're really all all, uh, all across the market, and there is a tremendous amount of value sometimes in them. So, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And I was just looking at, at DraftKings, you know, one of the cross-sport DraftKings NHL, they only have one list listed right now, yep. is the first half total points in the Super Bowl, um, which is plus 115 against total goals, you know, again, on the NHL on Sunday. So we know that the total goals on the NHL on Sunday is likely going to be around 25, 24, 25. Um, if it's a low scoring, you know, lower scoring, which I, I personally don't think, 22. Now, if you think that first half total is going to be, um, you know, a little bit lower, it's right now set at 23 and a half, and you think you're going to get some high-scoring games with these teams that are playing, you might want to take that. Now, granted, it is at minus 140. They they have this same feeling that I do, which is why it's juiced that way. Um, that's not a bad that's not a bad lay though. Minus 140 for something like that, especially with the teams that are playing on Sunday. Man, there are some DGEN bets on these crossbow prop swags. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you I can... think I think you and I have 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 someone in mind of who will definitely be taking. Uh, yeah, some of these, probably. Some of these. And you know, I mean, there's one Cam Akers rushing yards minus six and a half versus England, Italy rugby total point, point, total points 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 on Sunday. I mean, who's not betting that? Yeah, I, I mean, definitely, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Sorry about that. Yeah, but I mean, who's not betting that? <laughs> Probably me. <Yeah>. You, me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just looking. Same thing. Eastern Washington made three-point field goals. Love now, I, I love, I love college basketball. College basketball is. Popular. I actually, I actually kind of like this. This bet, to be honest. Uh, minus a half against Cooper Cup's receptions. Um, now, I haven't really dug in deep on Eastern Washington's three-point shooting recently. Um, you know, I do it every day, but, you know, I don't really focus on what Eastern Washington's average is. Um, right. But I think Cooper Cup is what slotted for what, seven, six and a half, seven receptions, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there. I've seen eight. Yeah, I've okay. seen the size eight and a half juice, so, but call it yeah, eight. Call let's it call eight. it eight, eight catches for Cooper Cup. I mean, if Eastern Washington typically makes 10 threes a game, I mean, that, that could be a, a, mm -hmm. a nice prop. Um, are they a big three-point shooting team? <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. So, so, yeah. Again, ceiling versus floor. Yes. The max Cooper Cup's going to catch. I don't know, eleven, twelve, most likely, on on the tail. Uh, Eastern Washington. Hey, man, they could have a shooting game and put up sixteen threes. Yeah, no, you know, for sure. So uh, always take a look at that. Always take a look at that. Wags. Some of these other props, man. I tweeted out the other day. Um, I believe the Rams have called the timeout first in nine straight games. So Sean McVay is one of these one of these guys that doesn't mind burning a timeout early if the play clock's running down. Whatever Zach Taylor likes to save him yes. more. So I, I saw this the other day. It's it was minus one thirty on the Rams, and actually I had a guy DM me and asking about it. You know, isn't this isn't this a fifty fifty prop? And and the answer is no. So that line is is proper. I still think there's actually some decent value on the Rams to call the first timeout, but point being just because you see something that you think is 50 50 it doesn't necessarily mean it is 50 50 if you look at the history nine games in a row i think is a substantial sample size to be able to make some guesses some bets even as to who's going to call the first time out there so there's these bets scattered across the board man uh and they're you know many of them are going to make our our super bowl client card so just wanted to throw that out there guys yeah no uh, absolutely right so i mean there's a lot of prop bets out there that if you do have a large enough bankroll, meaning there are odds that might be, you know, minus 600, but in reality, 
you know, these, the actual odds that it should be minus 2000, right? So if you have no problem, um, as far as a bankroll, you know, laying certain, um, numbers go, go by all means, go for it. Um, in, in my opinion, I mean, there, there are some props like, uh, let me, let me think of one. I'll, will, will, I'll, I'll will how about will a touchdown be scored on fourth down? Right. I yeah. mean, to me, that that number is more like minus a thousand and you can get odds at minus three fifty. So, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's significant value there um, just based on previous Super Bowls and, and previous games. Will there be a successful fourth down conversion at all in the game? That's listed at minus three eighty. Now, if you have, uh, I don't know, some coach that, that's going to punt on. On you know fourth and one, that kind of a guy is probably not going to happen. When you get Mc Fangio, well, was, thank you. Well, if you get, no, if you no, get long, Fangio, no longer I'm, a head coach. For yeah, if you get Fangio, I'm, I'm probably not betting this. But with these two guys, especially Zach Taylor, especially the Super Bowl where it's like screw it all yeah, in, all in. Will there be a successful fourth down conversion at all? Minus three eighty, I, I actually think is a very very fair number to bet. So and then, and there um, and on the on the flip side, I want to say that there are. Bets now. I'm not sure. I'm not saying these will happen, but um, will the opening kickoff be a touchback? No, plus one twenty up to my, plus one forty. Is I got I got a lot of information on that. We haven't had a chance to talk about this, but the Pat McAfee thing, twenty six of the last twenty eight have been run out. Right. So and the books know this. I I know you know this as well. You and I haven't had a chance. No, we to, have not to discussed break this, it down. Yes. So, but I mean, based on our research, why. yeah, of course. And there's a couple of reasons. New footballs don't travel as far. They're not worn in. They're not you know beat up. Um, and, and because of that, the kickers have a much more difficult time kicking them. Um, on the flip side, guys want to run it out. They want to make a big play, and the coaches are okay. With it. Yeah, they want yeah. they want mm-hmm. Desmond Howard, they want Devin Hester, they want to go and score. Um, that's another one. Will the kickoff uh, go for a touchdown? Um, I mean, it, it's crazy, but DraftKings has has the odds at twenty to one. It's happened before. How many times? Three times in the history of the Super Bowl, um, which is about fifteen percent. The kickoff has been returned for a touchdown. Devin Hester. Baby. Okay, so that said, at twenty to one, putting a little bit—I'm not saying I'm putting a, a full unit on something like this—but um, if you want to put in like a quarter unit or even less, ten bucks, um, huh, why not? I mean, they, there are the guys are going to run it back. You never know. You just never know. There's also a bunch of these what they're called index props. So I gravitate more toward the yes/no you know, over under 50, 50, one or two. There's also these, I'll just take an example. Uh, the total touchdown scored in the game. You can bet zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine or more, right? Those are the more needle in the haystack ones. That's where the book's edge is double digits, call it 14, 15% versus on a normal minus 110 bet, you're talking four and a half percent house edge. So you generally want to stay away from these. Again, if you want to have some fun, take a long shot. Total touchdown scored in the game, zero, pays 200 to one. You think the score is going to be six to zero, six to three, and you want to have some fun, you know, at a Super Bowl party, two hundred to one ticket flashing around, go for it. But I'm just letting you know, 
from a household per- percentage, you're talking in double digits, well over 10% house advantage share if you're making those bets. Yeah, so stay away from generally from I the mean, index bets. Th- these, yeah, these bets are like, you know, 10 team parlay bets, right? You know, that, that's exactly. where, that's where the books make a ton of their money and that's why they can pay out on other bets. Um, other ones that I, I, again, I don't know what I'm on or not, but if you think the game flow will be more of a low scoring first half or even a game, uh, first score of the game will either a be a touchdown minus 150, or it will be a field goal or safety plus 130. Now, if you think the Rams are going to get the ball first and they're going to go down or, or, you know, it's vice versa, and they're going to try to shut down the pass, right? Uh, The Bengals are going to try to shut down the Rams passing game, or maybe there's pass interference in the end zone and the ball ends up on Mm -hmm. the one yard line, which again is another prop we will talk about, which is, will there be a rushing touchdown under one and a half yards? Love that bet every year. (laughs) Most people gravitate towards no. Why? You know, what are the chances they're going to get it to the one and then score it, right? Well, Pass interference in the end zone happens a lot, and it gets put on the one. But if you think it's going to be, um, you know, a field goal or safety, plus one thirty, there are worse worse bets than that. There certainly are. So lots of good stuff out there, guys. Again, everything that we're on, every single bet we're on is going to be in the Super Bowl package. So uh, I have some of them on now. We're we're breaking them down. Me and Wags are getting together later today. Really going to kind of finalize and, and figure out what what we're doing. So yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. You know, ne- what, what we're going with? Yeah, our, I love ne- it. I love next, it. Next uh, next segment. I mean, we've I just got word we we were having some technical difficulties um, getting our super guest in for the super pod, uh, but I'll let you announce him. But I, I think we yep. do have a connection now. So if for some reason it's a little bit you know staticky or it's not coming through that great. I just do want to point out, um, hopefully he's, you get a lot of value and you could still, you know, it still comes through nicely. Yeah, well said. Dave Mason will be brought in shortly. He, of course, from Bet Online, everybody knows him. Follow him at Dave Mason BOL. Yeah, the connection down, down in South America where Dave was, not the best, not the best. But uh, hopefully, you know, as Wag said, the information can get out there for you guys, and, and that's the key. Obviously, Dave's going to provide some good insight, sharps, sharp action where they're at from a, from a book perspective. So after that, we will be giving out the contest questions. Again, $200 site contest questions, and we will be doing free plays as well at the end of the pod. So Woo. with that, yeah, man, free play. I, I love Super Bowl free plays. Super Bowl free plays. Super Bowl free not, plays. Not, love not everybody does that. Love it. That's right. All right. With that, let me bring in the one, the only, Mr. Dave Mason. And I want to welcome in the one, the only, you guys all know him, Dave Mason from betonline.ag. You can, of course, follow Dave on Twitter at DaveMasonBOL, where he's been tweeting up a storm. All the good stuff, all the nuggets from Super Bowl week, national anthem, coin toss, side, total, you name it. It's on there, Dave. Welcome in, man. Super Bowl week. You guys ready? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, you, we're ready, dude. The action, early action is awesome. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been a great football season, and and we're ready for the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm kind of ready. Tell you the truth, <laughs> selfishly, I'm kind of ready to have Sundays just to screw off. You know, this past <laughs> Sunday, I was like, what the hell am I gonna do with my day? And I took a nap and uh, went to the pool, and then. Went out to eat is kind of is kind of nice, you know. You, once football's over, you're ready for Sundays to have yeah. time to yourself. And then about a month later, you're like, oh, when's, <laughs> when's football start? 
<laughs> I know the feeling well. Come, you know, February, March, you're like, wait, it's a Sunday and there's no football. And then, you know, April, May, you know, season win totals start coming out, right? Future yeah. division odds. And you sort of get, get it going again. So that's good. All right, yeah. here's where you guys are at, Dave. Rams minus four, minus 110 as of taping now. Over under 48.5. Rams minus four, over under 48.5. First half, I'm seeing Rams minus three. Uh, just sort of walk us through, you know, up to this point, we're, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday here, midweek, Super Bowl week. Where are you guys at so far? Do you need a side? Have you seen any sharp action, et cetera, so far? Yeah, we need a side. We're, as of now, we need the Rams. Um, it'll, if the action stays like this, it'll be a big need. But you, you just never know what the late action comes in. You know, if the Rams betters are waiting to see if, the, if we move down to three and a half or whatever. But, but yeah, 62, 62% of the early cash is on the Bengals, plus 40, like you said. Uh, 52% is on the Bengals outright, currently paying out at plus 170. And the total... 60% is on the under, currently 48.5. Sharp action, nothing significant. Some, it's some two-way sharp action, but really nothing too significant. You know, the Super Bowl odds are so so darn tight, you know. it's a, There'll be more sharp ads, sharp action on the, on the weekend college basketball games. <laughs> so, oh, I know. Wednesday, Wednesday, you know, that, that's the funny part is, like, you know, you're taking so much action on, on the, the Super Bowl come this weekend, but... But, you know, as far as Sharps are concerned, they'll be licking their chops on all these colleges you've never even heard of before. I hear that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it sounds like it's one of those situations where, you know, number grabbers might be the sharpest betters that, you know, that you're seeing. If it's three and a half, I imagine you'll have a good amount of guys unless there's some injury or something happens, right? right. Coming in on the Rams, four and a half. There are some four and a halfs in the market, but four, I'm, I'm seeing fours for the most part. So four and a half, God forbid it gets to five, then you're just going to take an avalanche of, of, yeah. of Bengals money then, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't see it going to five the way, or even back four and a half the way the way this market's shaping up. But you know, all, all it takes is some significant art, sharp action on on the Rams minus four and late late in the week, and and uh, you know, and you're gonna see a four and a half out there, or maybe even five. But doubt it though. Doubt it. Highly doubt it. I agree. So, you know, part of the, the Super Bowl market, a lot of times what we see is public bettors, right? Instead of, you know, taking the plus four on the Bengals, they'll come in on the money line, right? They say, screw the plus four. I want to take the Bengals on the money line if they like the Bengals. So a lot of times the money line gets deflated for the favorite. Do you foresee if, you know, sharp guys do like the Rams instead of grabbing the minus four or the minus three, if it gets there, they'll just come in on the money line. If you guys come down on that right now, your, your Rams money line is minus 195. I imagine as the more public betters come in taking the Bengals at the plus 170 price that number's probably going to come down a bit maybe into that 180 185 range somewhere in there well we we were down I mean it was the Bengals are plus 170 now we were plus 166 this time yesterday so it went back up despite um you know needing needing the Rams money line so yeah, again, it's hard to justify. It's, it's hard to really predict with the Super Bowl odds, but but you could be right, absolutely. Um, you know, if it gets down to there, the minus 175, minus 180, um, starts getting some bites on on that price, absolutely. But we'll yeah. see, man. It's it's just tough to predict at this point. I could see it. All right, side and totals. One thing, as we know, Dave, Super Bowl, many, many, many other bets. Two bets that you and I talk about every single year: national anthem. And the coin toss. We'll start. We'll start with the anthem. Famously, last year, a reporter literally 
filmed as as I know you guys know well uh the national anthem practice run through I think it was Friday tweeted it out avalanche of money came in I think it was it, he it, it went a little longer so you had a lot of uh over money come in as I look now you guys Mickey Guyton singing this year you opened I think you tweeted 95 seconds you're out to 100 seconds minus 130 on the over I imagine a good amount of money is coming on the over but you haven't pulled it down so is that just people taking a position I, I haven't seen anything leak yet as of as a midweeker yeah, yeah nothing's I mean, we we did take it down. It goes, you know, it goes up and down, man. It, it it's it's such a tough market, but it's a market that's fun, and it's a market that gets action and people want. So, you know, last year was just such an incredible, crazy story, right? And our guys caught it pretty fast. I mean, yep. they took a lot of action. I I, guess, I can't remember what, what after the video was the over the play. I, I believe I, it was. Yeah, yes. I believe it was. So I think we took a bunch of over action right away. Our guys caught it. You know, it took a handful of bets, but it wasn't like other books and who uh, left it up there for a while. And um, our guys are prepared, man. They've been through the battles. They know, okay, sometime this week, there's going to be an influx of, of anthem money or something on, you know, uh, singers, what she wears or what so-and-so wears or some of these crazy props that that there might be info leak later in the week with, with the um, rehearsals. So we're always prepared. I mean, we actually took down the anthem briefly yesterday, I believe. We we took a bunch of over bets all at once, and we locked it up, and we couldn't find anything out there. Um, I mean, it could just be inside knowledge. Who the hell knows? Um, but but uh, Or it could just be coincidence. But we're, you know, we took it down, and, and then we opened it back up. We adjusted and went from 95 to 99, and then it just went to 100. And uh, there you are. But, I mean, you know, it, it's a Super Bowl prop. It's, it's just a, a matter of, you know, it's a matter of making your risk management team do their thing. You know, they, they, we're not offering huge limits on this i think last year we were often at higher limits but you know it's just not worth it. it it's a fun bet we're not late looking to make a bunch of money on it but we're certainly not looking to lose a lot of money on it get a little action on it put your hundred bucks on it limits might go up you know we might take a nickel might take a dime no promises it's just kind of one of those things that you just kind of go with the flow and see what happens and uh but we do know one thing for sure. At some point, there's going to be info leaked, whether it's a security guard that's getting paid by some bookie uh, or, or or some family members and or or just some person waiting. At, I mean, it's inside this year. Maybe some person can't wait outside true, the stadium, true. you know, so maybe uh, that's to our advantage. But somehow this info is going to get leaked and we're going to pound it all at once. You guys, if you haven't looked, go – Google that video. It was pretty funny. I mean, I think that it was it was in Tampa last year, right? So yep. some local Tampa reporter literally sat on on like the the freeway or something, and you could hear the anthem all the way from out there because it's an open stadium. And he just filmed it and he goes, "All right, guys, go pound the over now." <laughs> he posted yep. it. So yeah, it it was good. My, my here's my thought. So the 95 seconds that it opened at this year is extremely low historically mm-hmm. for for national anthems as you know you know it's been two two and a half right. two, kind of in in that ballpark but there's one youtube video of yep. this singer singing it and it was like 85 seconds or something yep. like that right right okay so that's i guess where that number originated from that said it's the super bowl, super bowl. wants to draw it out 
get as much you know screen time as possible. So I guess you guys just jacked up ten seconds, and it might not even be enough because you know once they start singing is my understanding is that's when the clock starts it's not when the music starts not when the planes finish it's from note to note right yep it's it's word to word it's not you know if there's violins and stuff that's before and or after that doesn't count it's first note start of the first word to end of the last word so um yeah but no you got it right you know there's one video over out there and i think it was a minute and 27 seconds or something and uh and you're exactly right. And you, you add time on. She's going to be on the world's biggest stage, the most, the biggest national anthem of the year, and uh, and she's going to draw it out. You know, she's going to yeah. hit that brave for a little extra longer. She's going to milk her time on the stage, and uh, that's that's what we the, the theory that the bookies we put behind it. And uh, you know, that's usually the case. Usually every year, you there, you know, you go look at YouTube or whoever's singing and. There's usually a small sample, and again, they're small sample size. You know, we're we're talking right. about one video. Of it. Right. Like, Sometimes there's a like bunch. Not like there's a hundred. Yeah. Not like we're talking about a hundred. You know, it's yeah. about as even three or four. It's still a small sample size, and uh, and I, I think back a few years ago when uh, Manny Pacquiao fighting, trying to handy, and some lady I forget who was singing the Filipina national anthem, and there there are two versions of it, and one was. They they were like thirty seconds apart or something. It's like how the hell are we gonna put a number? Split the difference. <laughs> yeah, I think it was for Pacquiao Mayweather or something. Yeah. Hey? But uh, yeah, you know, you put it up there and let people bet it as long as their limits aren't too high and uh, and, and this you're on your toes for any for any info. These, these kind of things, you know, we're not like I said, we're not like making them win it. We're, we're our goal is to break even on stuff like this. Sure. You know, the crazy exotic stuff. You know, let let's win money on the stuff that we have our our formulas for and and you know math behind and all this stuff that we're pulling out our yin yang let's let's try to break even on it i love it love insight into the national anthem from the bookmaker's (laughs) perspective love it love it love it all right the other of course bet the coin toss now dave you famously said to me you know whatever two three four years ago whenever we were chatting about this and i'll never forget this quote i say it every year you said quote if you're not betting the coin toss you ain't living that's my right. favorite, my favorite That's Dave right. Mason quote. I mean, you, you have to. I mean, I'm not talking go go bet three to four figures on it or whatever. But I, but I mean, you can, come on, you can, can. You, have, you have to. Have, you're sure you can. But I mean, shoot, we're all from minus 101 odds. So why the hell not? You know, it, it, some books are out there. Oh my God, I was with my buddy the other night, and he showed me a PPH shop, and they were minus 115 each side. I was like, are you out of your mind? And I've been but, tweeting out, Dave. I saw minus 125 on each are side. Are you kidding minus, me? I'm not kidding you. And you know people are taking action because it's probably their only out. And, you know, it's a it's a local shop. And, uh, you know, he pulls it up minus 125. Oh, you know, whatever. So, yeah. It's, oh, my it's bad. God, man. So, you guys are minus 101. Yep. I think I ask you this all the time, and you always tell me that heads gets a lot more action, right? Um, You know, uh, Last year, I think last year we it was tails was early and then right around kickoff it was about 50-50, darn close if memory serves me correct. Right now, the public side is tails as well. Like I think about 63% of the betters are on tails. So okay. we'll see if that turns out, you know, uh, the same. Who, who knows, man? But uh, we'll see. With one minus 101, I think we're gonna have a need either way. It ain't gonna take yeah. much to have a little bit of sweat on that coin toss, which is fine. Do you guys, you know, some books, if they have massive liability to one side, I mean, I've seen, you know, minus 105, plus 105 if they need right. action on, on the other. Do you guys, 
I mean, I probably not, but would you move it off of minus 101 either way to favor one side or the I other? Mean, I think books are doing that. I, I said to do that, too, just have some fun. I think sure. books are doing that more just to, like, have fun rather than, oh, my God, we need we need tails. You know, let's let's give them a discount. You know, I, I, I can't see any bookie worth their salt weight to doing finagling with a coin toss odds just to balance a book i mean you know take take a friggin' stand for god's sake on something like this you know what i mean but i think you know and it, believe me i i'm gonna i'm gonna see if we can do that too but uh just to just to cause you know cause a little cause a little ruckus but yeah i can't see anybody like oh my god we need one side we better offer Frost money on what you know what I mean? Right. But we're off in high limits too, so you gotta be careful. We're off in That's right. plus plus one oh five and we're taking five thousand dollars on a bet. I mean, you know okay, somebody's gonna bet five thousand dollars on plus one oh five. Well, you no, we can't do that. So, you know, if these bookies are offering fifty dollars at plus one oh five, okay, no big deal. But shoot, we're we're letting people bet this if they want, we got some big betters here, and we'll, we'll take four-figure bets on this, so we can't offer plus, you know, anything. Yeah, and I see you guys also have, you can bet the coin toss winner. Will, will they win mm-hmm. the game, yes or no? Will the coin toss caller be correct? That Those are minus 105, but the actual where it land, minus 101 on both sides, so right. good stuff there. Uh, j- wanted to ask you about your futures book. Do you guys, you know, how how do you do if the Bengals win, if the Rams win, any liability to either? Or you guys balance out pretty well there? Uh, no liability, liability, but uh, one, one winner is bigger than the other. It's interesting, right before the conference championships out of the four teams remaining, um, Niners were our only loser, and the other three were all about right about the same, and they were all really good wins for us and right about the same. That was early in the week, I believe. Yeah, early in the week when I looked at it. Then as the action came in um, – a lot of action did come in on the Bengals. So as of now, they're both winners, but the Rams is a lot better. So hmm. from a future standpoint, we're rooting for the Rams as well. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals preseason I'm talking about here, you know, yep. a, a six, six and a half season win total. I saw as high as in the, you know, 100, 150, 200 to either win the conference and or the Super Bowl, those kind of odds. So that stuff adds up quick. You know, those 5, 10, those fifty hundred dollar bets at 100, 200 to 1 add yep. up pr- pretty darn quickly. So, yeah, we didn't take, I mean, we didn't take a lot on that. You know, we had a 150 to 1 in, in August and, you know, they were it, it, sure you take. I mean, a book the size we are, you take bets on everything. But right. it, it, there was no liability there. You know, some some guy and, and you know, no one was betting for you know, hundred bucks at 151 or anything. I don't think so. But, uh, you know, we, there, the, we, we had a black number on them all, all throughout the year, but Rams is definitely better come for our grade. Gotcha. Want to ask you finally here about the halftime betting. You guys, your menu on this halftime stuff is second to none. It's incredible. So things, you know, stuff like this, as far as wardrobe, for example, it can be leaked. I see you guys have what color hair, what will Eminem's hair color be when he's performing? Brown or black, minus 300. White or blonde, plus 200. <laughs> the field, plus 500. You know, is this a situation where if he posts an Instagram picture the night before and he had dyed his hair blonde, you guys see that quickly react, that kind of stuff? I mean, how do you sort of figure all this stuff out is it just when a lot of action comes in you take it down and you just hope for the best um it, you know it's kind of kind of like what we're talking about with the anthem earlier you you really got to pay attention to your to the action coming in um 
you know, I, I tweeted out last night that, hey, for these exotic bets, mm-hmm. get your bets in early because a lot of these will be closing early. You know, don't come at me on Sunday morning. Hey, can I get the first song? You know, you know, somebody that, will. You know, oh, somebody oh, will. 100%. 100%. I guarantee it. Hey, what, what happened? The hell are you doing? News break five days ago. I mean, speaking of the devil, this morning we, we closed the first song. Um,. The next it, episode it, I saw yeah, took some yep, money, right? Yep. Yeah. Um absolutely. It took like four four, five, six bets like right right in a row. Like was you know could it be coincident? Sure. Um but you know, this ain't our first Super Bowl. We know that what it you know what happened Super Bowl week. We don't we took it down, research, we can't find a leak. Maybe we'll put it up, back up. Maybe we won't. But you know, for that exotic stuff, again, it's you got it. You got to just have this that that risk management. You put them up, let people bet them early for you know limits that aren't crazy, and and uh, you know just realize that they're not going to stay up forever. You know, it's it's yeah, like I said, we're we're not like making looking to make a lot of money off these exotic bets, but we sure as hell don't want to lose a lot of money, which has happened in the past. Yeah, makes sense. The the six or so bets that came in on the next episode to be first song, were those from six separate accounts or the same guy just pounding you guys? No, nah, they're they're all different accounts. Interesting. So, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so who knows? I mean, it's at five to one. And again, even at small limits at five to one, you know, if they're $100 limits, that's $500. And, you know, five of those, that's $2,500 exposure within mm-hmm. a few seconds. If you leave that open for a few minutes and there is something to the story. And again, I'm not saying there's something is something to the story. I mean, we all know, remember the purple Gatorade from a yes, couple we years do. back, um, <laughs> which is it getting bet at all, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. no one bets purple People anymore. lost their, yeah. yeah. Well, who lost I, I their lost ass. money on the purple damn Gatorade. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, we don't know as of now, but when you see stuff like that, you have to react because, you know, people, oh, it's only $100 limits. Oh, yeah, it's 100 at 5 to 1 odds that can, if it is true, and stuff just gets goes so much more viral now with Twitter. I mean, just like the national anthem last year, this isn't, you know, 15 years ago where, you know, this stuff isn't going viral. Now this, something's out there. It, it just goes, whoosh. we got these players that just watch this stuff all day. I mean, we got these props guys who just grind out a nice second income with us, just betting all this stuff and, and doing so much re I, I don't, I don't know what the hell they do, but they, they just, they, they know all this stuff. They, they figure it all out. And even the yeah. small limit stuff and, and, uh, so, yeah, you just got to keep an eye on it and, and not be afraid to take it down. But most books don't have this stuff, so we, we give our players the opportunity to bet it, but they just got to be on their toes. Don't wait don't wait too long to bet this weird stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, you guys got some good stuff. Total number of songs played. You guys have it 9, minus 120 flat. You can bet on the total number of headliners wearing sunglasses, 1, 2, 3, 4, or 5. <laughs> you can bet on uh, Mary J. Blige, what she's going to wear. is the color of Snoop Dogg's shoes. I feel like, you know, if he's wearing multicolored shoes, you might have some, some grading issues there, potentially. Blue, favorite at plus 275. Hopefully for you guys, he just wears a solid color shoe. So yeah, well, or, it, or the dominant, or we'll figure it out, man. I mean, <laughs> it's a Super Bowl. There's there's going to be one prop that's an absolute mess, and we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, figure it we'll out. be as generous as possible. <laughs> All right, Dave, definitely appreciate it. Guys, again, go check him out on Twitter, at DaveMasonBOL from BetOnline.ag. What kind of promos are you guys having this year for the Super Bowl for the people out there, Dave? 
Oh, we got all sorts of stuff, man. As usual, our, our reload bonuses, if you're first time, or we have 100% for crypto um, deposits, 50% for other methods. The uh, terms and conditions and promo codes are on betonline.ag slash promotions. We also have some cool, speaking of crypto, we have some cool uh, crypto promos, Bitcoin promos. We have the Super Bowl 56 Bitcoin blowout. We're going to be giving out $1,000 worth of Bitcoin to our loyal players for every point scored in the game. Um, check out the promos page for the details on that. And we'll also have a contest, a Bitcoin Bash score predictor. That's on our in our contest software. If you correctly predict the winner and correct score of the game, you can win up to a Bitcoin. Um, all the details are on our contest page. Get on over, on over to betonline.ag to check it all out. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, check him out on Twitter, guys, as well. He's, he's been tweeting out some of this stuff as well. Awesome promo you guys are offering. Dave, again, appreciate it. Good luck. Enjoy the game, my man. Thank you, sir. And we are back. Thanks again to the man, Dave Mason, from Bet Online. You can always hit him up on Twitter. He's always available for questions, and we'd certainly appreciate having him on to provide the insight and just sort of letting you guys know from a you know bookmaker's perspective where they're at, what their needs are, that kind of th that kind of a thing. So hopefully, despite the audio issues, um, you know you're able to get some insight from from where they're at. Dwags, we are going to jump in before the free plays here. Give out the three contest questions. Two hundred bucks in site credit. So I'll back up. So I'm about to read off three questions for the Super Bowl. If you get all three right and you're the first person to get all three right, you win 200 bucks in site credit to the real MrACL.com. You enter by simply DMing your answers to myself or Wags on Twitter. That's it. Here are the questions. Question number one, Rams minus four and a half versus the Bengals. You taking the Rams minus four and a half or the Bengals plus four and a half. Question number two, name the player who will score the last touchdown in the game. Not the first. Name the player who will score the last touchdown in the game. Question number three, the total number of touchdown passes from Joe Burrow. Total number of touchdown passes from Joe Burrow is the final question. You get him in, get him right, get him first. You win 200 bucks in site credit to the website that never expires. Use it however you like. All right, my man, free play time. Free play's been hot. Let's continue it. You do the honors. We each going to have one. You're up, my man. Super Bowl free play. Love it. All right, here we go. I am going to give you a player prop, and it's going to be Sony Michelle over 19.5 yards rushing. Um, I have it at plus 100, so even money um, at the William Hill. There are um, a variety of reasons I do like this. Um, first off, I, I do think that the Bengals are going to play the pass, which will open up the running game for the Rams. I also believe that Sony Michelle is going to get um, more of a workload than um, we've seen over the last few weeks. We saw it increase last week, or you know, last week, last game. Um, and I think he is going to get closer to a, you know, I'm not going to say a 50-50 split with um, Acres, but I do think that we're going to see Michelle get um quite a few carries i think he goes over this 19 and a half fairly easily um and that's why i love it so sony michelle over 19 and a half rushing yards i like it for my free play i'm going to the Bengals side player prop as well t higgins for the Bengals over 68 and a half receiving yards minus 110 readily available in the market a few reasons i like this play 
Look, all indications are that Jalen Ramsey is going to be shadowing Jamar Chase for much of the game here, or at least be on his side of the ball in zone. So the Rams are in zone much of the time, but as a result, Higgins probably not going to have to deal with Ramsey a whole lot, which is a good thing. Uh, Higgins has had the vast majority of his big games versus zone defenses, which is what he's going to see the majority of the game here. His last two playoff games, 103 yards and 96 yards respectfully, and in four of his last six regular season games, he put up 194, 194 yards, 114, 138, and then 114 again. So he's certainly coming in hot. Burrow's been looking to him. Chase certainly going to get all the hype. I get why he's their best receiver. And he's going to take a ton of overaction, especially late in the week here. And that's really deflating this T. Higgins number, in my opinion, giving us a very manageable, I'll call it, over here for T. Higgins receiving yards at 68.5 minus 110. That's the free play on the super pod here. Yeah, I love it. I mean, he averages about, you know, he's like a 13-yard catch guy, right? Uh, Somewhere Mm -hmm. around there, let's call it. Somewhere between 10 and 15. You know, he catches... You know, f- five six balls, which yeah, you know is added up. He's, yeah, exactly, added up. <laughs> there it is. There it is. One big one. Look, Chase gets doubled, especially on the zone side. Um, guys are moving over there. He's got a lot of Higgins. range too. Yep, he's he got a lot of range. Man. And if game script goes as the market says it's going to go, the Bengals will be down here in the second half, um, which means Burrow's going to be throwing, which means he's going to be looking toward his top two guys. So. That's where we're at. Wags, again, Super Bowl package, guys, is up. Get you every single play that we make. Card goes out later in the week, and then we'll send a final card Sunday with any ads that we have uh, for you guys directly to your email. So if you have any questions about it at all, hit us up. It's been a fantastic season, both college and pro, man. Can't wait for the Super Bowl. Love the Super Bowl. Favorite day of the year. Every single play has action. You literally have something on every play, which is cool. We'll be live tweeting, obviously, during the game with you guys as we're uh, hopefully cashing lot, lots and lots of bets here. So anything yeah. else, man, before we get out of here, Wags? I just, just put in a new new big screen. So I'll be watching uh, the game on a, in front of an 85-inch. Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome TV. Just got it hung yesterday, so very excited for that. Obviously, this being the Super Pod, we are pushing hard. Um, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl package, it's been profitable year after year after year. And, um, you know, we look forward to doing that again. These are the big packages that um, you could really take advantage of um, because there are so many plays and it is, um, you know, fairly, I would call it inexpensive. And it's very easy to to just make money um, from this card. Uh, As far as everything else, NHL, college basketball, NBA, we are on fire. I mean, things are going really well. Uh, Hop on board, go to the site therealmracl.com slash packages. Uh, take a look at what we have there, and uh, you will not regret it. Very good. Again, thanks to our guest, Dave Mason, for joining us yes, from Bet yes, Online. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Love love talking to Dave. Always great, great guy, great friend. Um, and, yeah, guys, hey, this is the last pod of the season. It's been a great pod. Free plays did very well this year, and we appreciate all the love and the support for the podcast we do it for you guys we really enjoy doing it and uh we we love all the feedback especially when the free plays win all the nice feedback which is great so all right that's what we got that's the super pod for wags i'm acl twitter instagram the website hit us up any questions that you have we're always available good luck on all your plays guys and enjoy the super bowl